I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted 2.0. Oh, it's time to talk about a PR pitch I received this morning. <laughs> and I get a lot for the podcast as a writer. Uh, I get a lot of pitches. Products, people, story ideas, guests. Uh, for the show, everything fitness related, which is cool. And I love it. And it's, you know, a function of how long I've been in the business and how many different things I do. But th there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of bad stuff out there and I have to bring it to you because this is what adds to the confusion. And so this is a perfect topic, um, to, to just dispel so many myths. You know, there's such a fight to get eyeballs on your articles, on your videos, uh, you know, depending on what type of product, again, you are, person. And this pitch, really simple. <laughs> Perfect for the podcast. The headline for the article, um, when I say article, what, what this specific pitch is, and I get this frequently too, are, you know, fitness experts weighing in on a topic, and it's either for... Um, you know, a website and they want you to link to the website, uh, or for guests. So, uh, for the podcast, similar, similar type pitches, uh, that the, the headline of this pitch in capital letters, the word this, and then this is why you aren't seeing results from your workout. According to fitness experts, <laughs> they go, Oh, can't wait to open this one. Uh, the sub headline subtitle uh, is six reasons why you aren't seeing results from your workout. Now, we have to always begin by defining certain terms like results, what, you know, and they don't. They don't. That's a common problem, right? And if you actually read through the entire article, the entire pitch, which I'm not going to do, just pull the bullet points. We're going to talk about it because it's it's so important because this is out there. This is what confuses so many people and it keeps you from doing what you need to do. That is what's so problematic. And it does another thing too. If it's a product, you're spending money on the wrong thing, right? You're spending time and money in directions that are taking you away from doing what you should be doing, focusing on what you should be doing. So when we define results, yes, I, I threw out there and, and in my notes, it's change, right? Why you aren't seeing change? But even then you go, what does that mean? For some people, many people, that's weight loss, right? Weight loss. For some people, it's body composition, which is tied into weight loss, right? But for many people, they're trying to build muscle. And there's that great question come up. Actually, I use the term uh, in my notes here about can you build muscle and lose weight at the same time? People say no. I go, really? <laughs> like, that's what I've been doing my entire life. It's what bodybuilders do, uh, but a topic for another day. Uh, so we're talking about change when we're talking about results. Again, for many people, that's weight loss. For many people, that's changing your body composition, building muscle, losing fat, uh, and then there's many of you out there. There are many, and, and you can have all of these uh, goals at the same time. I do. Uh, performance. 
And that could be performance in your daily activities, right? Making those things easier. It can be sports performance, and it can be very specific to things like strength. Like you're, you're trying to max deadlift, max squat, max bench press, or whatever it might be. So that's important, right? Uh, and that's a big flaw, a common flaw with these type of articles. But let me say this, and they've got their six, four, totally disagree with two. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, as you'll see. But here's the thing. If you do what I'm going to tell you to do, the real reasons you might not be seeing results. If you do what they specify, you're still going to see results. If you do the other things, I know that's confusing. So let me just get into it. Okay. The first one they have is neglecting sleep. I'm living proof. Yes. I'm an experiment of one that that doesn't matter. And so many of my clients over the years as well, is sleep super important? Of course. Am I working on getting more sleep over the years? Yes. Am I asking myself rhetorical questions? Yes. And it can be annoying. I get it. But that's not going to keep you from getting results. That's not going to keep you from losing weight, changing your body composition, and increasing strength. Of course it's important. The more, you know, I got into racing and doing Ironmans and marathons, yes, yeah, sleep is super important. But it's not going to keep you from seeing results. That's not your excuse. That's not your excuse. And for many people whose main goal is to lose some weight and build some muscle, at least many people who listen to this show, and again, performance enhancing, maybe play tennis a little bit better. Lack of sleep. Again, it's important. Don't get me wrong. But it's not going to keep you from seeing results. It's it's that straightforward. Again, is, is there gray area? Of course there is. It's not keeping you from seeing results. You can't blame your lack of sleep on getting results if you do, again, what I'm going to outline. Okay? Number two is ridiculous. <laughs> not warming up. You're not seeing results because you're not warming up according to these fitness experts. And I pulled one line from, again, they have basically a paragraph after each of these. And one of the lines from this one is, and you won't be fully prepared for exercises as your muscles won't be activated. You know, sometimes I read these articles and these pitches and there's the new AI. You're starting to see that in the media, like literally computers writing articles. I hope that this one might have been written by a computer because it doesn't read right. And I'm, and, and I, I, I'm just wanting to give these experts the benefit of the doubt. And the person who wrote this compiled their advice. But yeah, the line is, and you won't be fully prepared for exercises as your muscles won't be activated. Is that keeping you from seeing results? No. You know, warm up, again, great topic. When I came out with my first videos many years ago, straightforward strength training, there was, and this is many years ago, there's a huge, not huge, but, you know, a handful of people who are like, your warm out up's not long enough. If you're doing super high intensity intervals and things like that, if it's a sport, if you're asking your body to do some quick movements quickly, <laughs> yeah, warm up more and more important. If you're doing things like push-ups and bicep curls and some squats, should you warm up? Sure. You have the time, couple minutes, absolutely. Do I warm up before those workouts? No. 
I'm always honest with you. You know, my warm-ups, basically walking around all day, getting there for those movements that I'm doing does not warrant need a warm-up. If I'm doing a track workout, if I'm doing speed intervals, if I'm running hills, sure, of course, that's different. Is that going to keep you from seeing results? No, you might get hurt if you're doing those super high intensity things, but it's not gonna keep you from getting results. And I don't even understand what the activation of muscles means in this context, at least. You know, that's another thing. Oh, I digress, but I have to, you know, the people I've come across over the years who tell other clients and things, they'll watch them do a movement, say, yo, your muscles aren't firing. Really? You can visually see that. Like they're not, they're not fire, they're not, they're not contracting at all. Uh, yeah. Again, I'll get, I'll get worked up, but neglecting sleep and not warming up are not two things that are keeping you from seeing results. Can they be important in certain regards? Of course. That's not what the thrust of this article is. Number three, again. Here we go, skipping food before workout. <laughs> now, if you're, again, an endurance athlete, an Ironman triathlete, an ultra runner, an ultra swimmer, someone who's doing something for a really long time, then you want to focus on fueling up before your workouts. This is something that I have talked about and written about, my sports nutrition book, Swim, Bike, Run, Eat, you know, what do you eat before workout? What do you eat during a workout? What do you eat after workout? You know what's so the most important out of those three for the most uh, people? After. Now, again, it depends. It depends. It depends. It depends. It depends what your workout is and what your goals are. But there are even endurance athletes, many of them, who will do fasted workouts, not for the reasons you're thinking of, the fat loss and things like that. No, to train your body, their bodies, to get by on less fuel. Because in a long race, that's important. That will increase their performance, right? If the body can utilize fat as a fuel substrate more than carbohydrate. Carbohydrate, super limited. Fat stores, we have a heck of a lot more. It's just not as accessible. But for the average person who's going to the gym to do some squats, some box jumps, some you know uh, Olympic lifts, whatever it might be, skipping food before workout, yeah, not that important. Now, if you're working out at 9 a.m. and you haven't eaten since 7 p.m. the night before and you're fasting or something like that, we can have that discussion. But again, is that keeping you from seeing results? Maybe if you're an ultra marathoner, maybe if you're a max PR person who just doesn't have the energy needed. But again, we generally eat enough. Most people don't have that issue. And I know that sounds crazy because there's so many articles. What should you eat before a workout? I don't really focus. On, I don't focus on my warm-up because I don't really warm up for most of my strength workouts. And again, these are my specific strength workouts. If you're doing Olympic lifts, if you're doing things where you move quickly, those box jumps, like I said, you know, plyometrics, you darn well better warm up. That's not keeping you from seeing results, keeping you from getting injured, right? Yes, keeping you from performing at your best. Not really what they're talking about here. All right, number four. These are the, the next two are the ones I have as kind of agree. Not consuming enough protein. I'm a big believer in protein. So for this one, I go, mm, okay. But is that keeping you from seeing results? 
it's keeping you from seeing the best results, but it's not keeping you from seeing results. I saw results before I really figured out many, you know, when I was a teenager, and I didn't know sports nutrition. I saw results. I did push-ups every day, like I talk about. Football player, 300 a day, did that. Guess what? Did I see results? I saw, yes. Yes. I saw results. As I say, you know, did that for an entire summer, and my chest changed dramatically. And I was eating like a teenager. I wasn't getting enough protein. So my point is, as we go through these, you're going to see results and you're focusing on the wrong things. And this is the type of article and the type of kind of focus where they try to sell you something, some recovery, something, you know, I just got pitched. Oh my gosh, a bunch of superfood products. Guess what? I said to my wife as I was looking through these pitches and I love them. I love just, I love everything fitness. So I love the pitches too. But generally speaking, I'm getting my superfoods in the fruits and the vegetables and not in a box or a packet. Can I supplement with that? Yeah. But like, I'm getting my superfoods <laughs> in something without a label. And again, that's the problem with these type of pitches and the focus on things that they're telling you are keeping you from getting results that are not. All right, number five, kind of agree. And this is the last one I kind of agree with out of the six, not pushing yourself hard enough. I kind of agree with that. But there are many people who don't want to redline, don't want to go uh, you know, into that uncomfortable space. Too often we should all do intervals. I don't care how old you are and there's different ways to do it. You know, we want to raise that heart rate up and play around in different zones. But that's not keeping people from getting results. If you run a couple times a week and walk a couple times a week and, and go steady state, you're going to see results. You can kind of see where I'm going here with what the, the, you know, the real reasons are that you're not seeing results. And when it comes to strength training, yeah, I want you to go to failure for the most part, but you don't have to max PR. You don't have to go to the line where you are closer and closer to getting injured. I don't. I want the greatest results, shortest amount of time, least likelihood of injury. And the older I get, the less I do the riskier stuff. This is my 401k fitness plan, along with my excessive moderation. Okay, yeah, you want to challenge yourself, but not every time. And you're going to see results if you are consistent, okay? If you are consistent and it's all connected, as I'll bring it all back to shortly, okay? And finally, number six, not letting your body rest. Is rest important? Of course, goes with sleep, okay? But here's the thing. If you're in this business and you know what you're talking about, you're going to see results if you don't let your body rest. You're just going to start to see diminishing results over time. We all know those couple people that do too much. Few and far between. But guess what? Your body's such a smart machine. You start to what? Experience overtraining syndrome. I don't think I've done a podcast about that yet. I've talked about it in various ways. But overtraining syndrome. You start to see decreased results. But guess what? You're going to lose weight. You're going to build muscle. <laughs> You're going to see results. The results are going to decrease over time. That is one of the definitions of overtraining syndrome. Suddenly, you go from running a you know, fast couple miles to slowing down. Suddenly, your body starts breaking down. But you're going to see results. 
Okay, you may think I'm being overly harsh and critical of these type of articles. I'm not. I'm not. This is really important stuff. They're taking the focus off of what really matters. And I'll say it one final time with the six points. Sure, you should get as much sleep as your body needs. It's individual. Okay, you should warm up. If you're doing certain high intensity movements and exercises and workouts. Yep. Food before workout. Not really. <laughs> not, it's not keeping you from seeing results, especially if weight loss. You know, yes, you want to be fueled up. This is where it gets confusing. They're, they're, they're focusing on things that they shouldn't be. Okay? So let me just stop there and go to the real reasons. The real reasons. And what I love, again, I, I talk frequently about how I torture my wife, like... And I'm so grateful to have this podcast to be able to vent. And she has listened to me for decades now. <laughs> I said, I was talking about how I'm going to do this podcast and the pitch and all this stuff. And I said, what do you think my two answers are going to be? What do you think the two real reasons are that you're not seeing results? And she got it right on. And she's not a fitness person per se. She's she's TV producer. She works out, but she's not, I'm not married to myself. That's what I always say. Couldn't possibly stand that. Who would want that? <laughs> I'm tough enough as it is. Um, she got it right. And the first one is your workout needs work. Your workout is flawed in numerous ways. And I'm going to give you one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. And then the second major reason, what do you think it is? If your workout is flawed, your workout needs work, and your diet, your eating needs work. Those are the two reasons you're not seeing results. Back to what I talked about when we were breaking down what the results are. Change, right? If your workout's flawed and your calories in, calories out, and we could talk about quality with protein too, are flawed. Well, then your weight loss, your body composition, and your performance goals are going to suffer. But if you do those six things that they outline, you're going to see results if your workout is good. And especially if your eating gets on point. And you're not going to necessarily do, most people don't get those two things right at the same time. It takes time to find the workouts you like and to figure out the weights you need and to, to get into that just behavior, behavioral patterns. Same thing with eating, to figure out the foods you like. Those are the two reasons you're not seeing results. And now I'm going to break those down quickly. Your workout needs work. It's, it's flawed. Okay, one of the major ways, I was in the gym this morning and I watched all of these things happen. All of these things. No real structure or a plan. You know, I watched... You all know the guy, he walks up to the dumbbell rack and he picks up 60 pound dumbbells, way too heavy to begin with. And he does two or three curls in the mirror, hammer curls, puts them back down. And he walks over and does some other random thing. It's just the randomness. I'm glad you're at the gym. <laughs> That's a start. But I want you to get the most out of it. Once you get results, many gyms are expensive and you want to get your results. So you need a structure, you need a plan, a good plan, okay? Obviously, this is goal-dependent, but I am a firm believer, again, I don't care what your goals are for the most part or your age, we need to do two to three 
full body workouts per week. That's ideal, right? Major muscle groups two to three times a week, build that strength, build that muscle, make those connections neurally. And now you can break that down any way you want, which is kind of leading to my next point under your workout needs work. My split now, I go to the gym frequently. I work out at home frequently. Obviously, it's my job, but even if I weren't, this would be, uh, and my split changes. But my split right now is chest, shoulders, triceps one day, back and biceps the next day, legs the third day, and then I rotate that one more time. So two times a week, full body, or hitting each muscle group, right? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And there you go. Now, when I was working out less frequently or going to the gym less frequently, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, full body workout, right? And this leads to number two under your workout needs work. You're working out like a bodybuilder, but you're not. <laughs> I see this so frequently, right? You're doing isolation exercises, super isolation exercises. What are those? Really specific, like one arm rear delt cable rear delts <laughs> call it that for you're doing really specific workouts now if you're a bodybuilder totally different you're going to the gym usually twice a day for long periods of time and you're doing all of the other stuff but you're not maximizing your time many people doing those hip toning you know leg exercises still lots of ab work still oftentimes this is toning specifics instead of doing the basics chest, shoulders, back, biceps, triceps. And the the exercises within those five um, body parts, they get the biggest bang for your buck. Now, you can, after doing two or three exercises like a dumbbell chest press or a machine, and again, this is for specific results, then you can get to the other 20%, I call. This is even 80-20, right? You do the basics, 60, 70, 80%. And then the more isolation type stuff, the more fun stuff, stuff you mix in and out, 20 to 30, maybe 40% of your workout. And again, this is all going back to seeing results. And I am 53 and I've been doing this since I was 16, 15, and it's worked and it continues to work and it worked for my clients, okay? Number four, poor weight selection. I've talked about this over and over and over again, using weights that are too light or using weights that are too heavy. You know, this is changing, but your last few repetitions, whether you're going six reps to 15 repetitions, your last few reps are challenging without losing form. Now, this is why I gave kind of agree to not pushing yourself hard enough. In this regard, I will agree. But it's not usually what they're talking about. They're talking about redlining all the time, you know, beat yesterday every day. No, you can't. Right, but poor weight selection, too heavy, too light. It totally is the Goldilocks principle. It's in between, it's slowing down those reps. And, you know, I saw another article that I totally agreed with. Actually, it was a tweet, and it said, you know, your rest periods, you know, lift heavy weights, lift um, light weights, your rest periods, all that kind of stuff. Again, kind of out the window as long as you are consistent and challenging yourself. Your body is a really smart machine. How many times am I going to say this and have said this for the past 30, 40 years? 
When you challenge it, it will change. When you challenge it consistently, it will change. Within that, you got to be smart. But those two things, that's not sleep. That's not warming up. That's not skipping food. It's challenging and being consistent and being smart. All right. Number five or number four under your workout needs work is poor form. Bad push-ups, bad planks, bad squats, bad deadlifts. Oh my gosh, the past five, 10 years, I've seen more bad deadlifting that just makes my stomach turn. And that goes back to poor weight selection. When you choose weights that are generally too light or too heavy, you're gonna have poor form. And then when I'm talking body weight exercises, when you're attached to the numbers, like, oh my gosh, I wanna do 50 push-ups, I watched a trainer who was the head of this gym's training department do what I would call pulses. They're not push-ups. Now, if that's what you're going for, fine. You want to do 50 of something. I personally rather would do 10, 15, 20 really good ones to strengthen my chest, shoulders, and triceps, a little bit of a plank effect. I don't. I go slower with better form. You're going to hear me say that till the day I die, people. Uh, number, so this would be five, right? One, two, three, four. Yep, five under your workout needs work. You're on your phone too much. There should be an app that shows how long you spend on your phone at the gym. I love listening to music. I put my phone in a little shoulder bag thing, backpack, and I put it in the middle of the gym where there's a like kind of a section where you can put stuff. And I walk around with my Bluetooth headphones and sometimes they're on and sometimes they're not, <laughs> depending on the mood I'm in. But I don't have access to the phone. Listen, in an hour-long workout, I might go check it twice because, yes, I need to be uh, on call for certain things or whatever, but that's the rarity. It's not in my pocket, and it's a quick, hey, did an email or a text come through that I was expecting, and that's it. And that annoys me, and I don't always do that either. All right, the phone. What, what are you doing at the gym to get to your results? How are you maximizing your time? Let me say this, too. Like, back to, you're not pushing yourself hard enough. Uh, you should be working. <laughs> In other words, I sweat. Uh, I don't see enough people sweating. Now, again, depends on your goals. But my point is, like, minimize the time on the phone. Push yourself in the right way. Minimize your rest periods when your goal is to see results. If you're there to socialize, this podcast isn't for you. You don't care about the results as much. But you can do both. <laughs> you can do both. Uh, number six, I've already said it many times, you're not consistent. You're not consistent. If you're consistent with your workouts, sleep doesn't really matter as much. Sure, again, talk about hormone release and all that stuff. I know the science. I also know the simplicity and consistency and real world results, right? Not warming up, doesn't matter. Right. If you're consistent, if you go to the gym or you go down to your home gym or you go outside and do your workouts, wherever you do your workouts and you are consistent, you will absolutely see results. Even if you don't eat before, even if your sleep is a little, you know, uh, you're, you're not getting as much as you should, even if you don't warm up, even if you don't let your body rest, of course, you need to rest and you need to take the 24 hours off between body parts and things like that even you don't consume enough protein, are you going to see results? Absolutely. And finally, I had to throw this in there because I see this. You're doing those trendy workouts. Now, I want you to have fun. 
And there are people that can do trendy workouts and, you know, you're going to see some results. But by and large, these Metcon type workouts, uh, you know, box jumps, wall balls, burpees, I get it. And those are, you're definitely going to burn calories and you're going to build some fitness. They're all good. But when your goal is also to build muscle and you're only doing those Metcon, I don't want to, again, I don't want you to think that there's not benefit to those. Of course there are. There's total benefits, but the results so many of you want, if you only do those things, and many of those are really hard. You know, you're swinging a heavy kettlebell. You're doing some really kind of, even though the trainers won't say this, like those are challenging. Moving weight through three planes when you're fatigued, and maybe when I see a lot of beginners doing these type of workouts, I'm all for challenging yourself. I'm all for doing, you know, uh, a high intensity every now and again. But when that's all you're doing, and you're kind of burnt out within the first eight minutes, that's a problem. So I want the basics too, is what I'm saying. I want the strength. You can work all of that in and that can be part of your program, but I do see too many people doing those workouts predominantly and probably uh, before they are ready. There you go, I had to say it. All right, and finally, your diet needs work. Your diet needs work. And I've talked about this and we'll continue to talk about it. Eating healthy and it's made so much more complex than it is. Yeah, protein's a huge part of that. And I do want you to get an adequate protein. And I do believe it's a huge thing. Again, are you still going to see results? Are you going to lose weight if you don't get an adequate protein? Yeah, but your satiety is not going to be as on point as it can be. And your muscle building won't be either. But you can't do it all at once. If you are challenging your body, there's a lot of like professional athletes even with really bad diets but when you're burning calories and you're building muscle it's incredible the results you can do with that then when you start to get your eating in line and start eating healthy and yes getting inadequate healthy sources of protein of course and all of the other things i talk about breakfast right healthy fats figuring out the foods that work for you Focusing on what you can eat rather than what you can't, of course. But those are the two reasons, as my wife got correct, that you're not seeing results. Look at your workout and all those bullet points underneath that I went through and walk away from every workout. I say this to my kids. Whatever you're doing, do it to the best of your ability. You're playing video games, play video games. Multitasking stuff, for the most part, I'm done with, right? When you're playing your sport, you're all in. When you're practicing your musical instruments, whatever, you're all in. When you're reading a book, that's it. Do it to the best of your ability. And I want you to do that for your workouts. I want you to walk away from every workout saying, what was my goal for that workout? Was it a hill workout? Was it a steady state workout? Was it a strength workout? Was it a feel good? I just want to get rid of some stress. I have a lot of those workouts, period, people. And that is that is my goal, period. That's what I was trying to say. And guess what? I get all those other benefits. I burn some calories. But we got to make our workouts better. And I'd argue, start there. And then we start to tweak the food. Can't do it all at once. It's what people try to do at the beginning of the year. It's flawed for a reason. It's too much at the same time. All right? Unless you're a bodybuilder. <laughs> and then it's still really challenging. Oh. 
enough. I was thinking back to my bodybuilding. A couple of years I did the natural bodybuilding. Got the teenage son, older one too, but the older one who's looking at all these bodybuilder types on <laughs> social media. He said it to me today. Got a little annoyed with him actually. Let me end with this. He's like, Dad, Dad, I want you to show you guy, you know, but you're just going to say he's on steroids. And I go, yeah, because he is. <laughs> yeah, a little annoyed that my son's like, you don't, you, you don't necessarily know what you're talking about is essentially the subtext of that. Anyway, I want you to get results. I'm going to bring you the science, you know, the studies, the real world, the common sense. And I'm living proof. Yes, I'm an experiment of one. But I had the issues. I got five brothers, as I say, my controlled experiments. You want to add the genetic component in? <laughs> but that's what this podcast is about. We're all going to see results. You just got to start to implement it. Okay, over time, take the science, take the common sense stuff, take the habits, figure out what works for you. All right, Tom H. Fit, Instagram, Tom H. Fit is Twitter, questions, comments, uh, reach out. I'm going to be posting a lot, by the way. I'm going to start to, I don't want to, yes, I'm going to start doing some uh, live workouts. So we'll talk more about that YouTube channel. I think I'm starting with cycling. I missed that. I used to teach group cycling and loved it taught everything but group cycling uh, especially so i will tell you more about that uh in the coming uh podcasts uh fitnessdisrupted.com or teamholland.com go to my website email me through there please follow rate comment whatever you can do to support the brand new feed fitness disrupted 2.0 i'm almost at 500 episodes cannot believe that from the first uh fitness disrupted and now fitness disrupted 2.0 so thank you to all of you who are uh have been listening for so long and are supporting and greatly appreciate it. Uh, the most recent book of mine, Micro Workout Plan, but I have a bunch, uh, running, triathlon, sports nutrition. If you're into that, uh, just go onto Amazon and my author page and you will see them all there. Again, thank you for listening. Uh, I absolutely love what I do. Passionate about it, not selling shoes here. It's too important to not give you the best information so that we can all live our best lives. And I want to leave you loving ending these shows now with Jack Lane from my radio show so many years ago. Uh, what an incredible, incredible guy he was. And I wish I could interview him again, <laughs> have him on this podcast. But next best thing, play his words. Thank you for listening. I am Tom Holland, exercise physiologist, certified sports nutritionist. Believe in yourself. I hope that each and every one of you wonderful people that are listening to Tom's great show will do something for the most important person on this earth, you.